Welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, November 15th. It's Masters Weekend. I know that may sound weird if you just woke up from like a 10-month coma. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this should be long enough. A 10-month coma, 11-month coma. You might be trying to figure out what the heck's going on. But it, you, you can bet in Tennessee now. And you can bet in Tennessee. A lot has changed. Um, guys, we hope you guys have had a good weekend. The Vols didn't lose. Couldn't hurt you this week. That should be good. Unfortunately, the Vols did. We talk about winning and losing the bye week often. We do. Um, at least on this podcast. And I think the Vols lost this bye week. Yeah. And you haven't even played the game after the bye week yet. We didn't physically lose yesterday, which is good. Correct. But we lost probably the day before. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a tough week for the Vols. Um, just, I mean, just talk about trying to get the fan base and program, the actual athletic department united. Um, that has not happened. And uh, we'll go into it a little bit soon, or a little bit more soon when – when we actually talk about the the action, you know, the the assistants not taking the pay cut, we'll we'll talk about kind of where we think maybe the staff's headed, this athletic program's headed, things like that. Um, we'll definitely talk about that. And then the Vols maybe had their best practice in terms of timing between the quarterbacks and running backs, or and quarterbacks and wide receivers. Maybe the running backs they might have been involved too. I don't know. And didn't even have their best practice player. And didn't have. I was muted. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's me too. I wasn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be producer. Yeah, I was as well. like, that sounds weird. And uh, but yeah, you're you're right. They they didn't have the 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 best practice practice player out there ever. We'll see if we'll not see even if, on this team ever. We'll see if something changes. We'll yeah. see if something changes this week. And then we're gonna talk about the basketballs. Good news there. Always making you feel at home. The basketballs are picked to win the SEC now by the AP. Just rat poison. Rat poison. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's interesting, too, the AP picked them 12th behind Kentucky, actually, in the preseason rankings. I found that interesting because Tennessee has more experience, whereas Kentucky may have more talent and definitely will, not definitely, could be playing better at the end of the year than Tennessee. Typically, that's how Kentucky's trends. Yeah, that is interesting to kind of... so. With the AP preseason bowl, are they like projecting how it's going to end? No, 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 no. Are they projecting setting, what it is to if, the, to that day? If I understand it correctly, they're setting the preseason rankings. So okay. where? Yeah, so that does make sense. You would think the two would be flip flopped. I would think so. The the SEC rankings and the AP poll. You would think Tennessee would be above mm-hmm. Kentucky in the AP poll, but maybe below them. Maybe. Maybe. I. You know what I took it as? I took it as, and we'll talk, we'll get into it more. I took it as the media thinking, being impressed with the Vols freshmen. 
which everybody should be, mm-hmm. but being impressed with their freshmen, being impressed with the guys who maybe are a little bit more inexperienced that maybe will come on at the end of the year. Or at least come on. Well, I mean, there's not much out-of-conference play, but we'll come on in conference play. And I, I think that kind of tells me that those – I think we – yeah, we played them twice, right? Still? Yeah. Uh, I need to look at the schedule again. I looked at it this week, but pretty, I, I don't remember. I would think. <laughs> you anyway, it, it's it's going to be some uh, two good games by, by those two teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, sh- they should be pretty evenly matched. At least that's what – the media thinks. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. I mean, the preseason rankings are pretty close, and then they had Kentucky finish in second. And we'll we'll talk more about that. I can't wait to talk some basketball. Uh, it, it's a pretty exciting time on Rocky Top as far as basketball goes, and so I'm ready yep. to get into that. And then we've got a college football recap. Hey, I I don't want to talk about the bets today. We're staying away from what bets looked like today. But yesterday, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt hit. <laughs> And I won on a couple others, so I'm feeling good about that. I'm, I'm excited to go through that college football recap. That'll be fun. Um, don't ask me about how I'm doing today. Let's just say I'm never, ever, ever gambling on NFL ever again. So I'll just say this. My wife is very <laughs> – like, she's not impressed at all that I won $45 yesterday, but she was mad when I told her I lost $3 on a bet today. Yeah, see. That's... I'm like, come on. One thing is not like the other. Uh, Ron Chadwick said, always play U- UK and UF twice. That I, That's why we assumed um, yes, and I didn't. The conference schedule didn't change at all. With the yeah, I kind of so just second-guessed it, yeah. But with everything being so different, definitely thought. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But thank you for, yeah, so they play twice again this year. Um, good to know. Um, yeah, the, what was I talking about before we, oh, college wall recap. We're going to hit that, and then we've got some segments for you. Also, questions. Yeah. You got questions? Drop them in the chat either now. Um, oh, and high school football left out playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Talking about some fan questions, and uh, and, then, and then we'll get into segments. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. I'm hopping on YouTube right now. Landon's got Facebook, and then I've got Twitter as well. Uh, if we don't get to them right away, hang on. We want to talk about what you want to talk about, so hang on, and we will get to them. I promise. Yep. Also, tell us where you're listening from. Big geography guys Big again. Geography. Um. So so tell us. We actually. Um, I got to watch a game in Jonesboro. Didn't know exactly where Jonesboro was. North. It's, the oldest the oldest town in Tennessee. I knew it was historic. Okay. All right. Um, All right. It just sounds historic. <laughs> um, so I just I just figured, and uh, them and Daniel Boone playing the Musket Bowl, so yep. I, I, it had to be historic. And David Crockett is historic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot, lot of history in that town. You're right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell, tell us where you're listening from. We'd love to love to hear that. Obviously, go check out our sponsors: Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Go check out Blue Water Climate Control for all of your HVAC needs. Um, it's about that time you're going to be kicking on your heater. Um, if you have any issues with that or, or need some services, anything like that, go check out Blue Water Climate Control. Um, let's get to it. You ready? Yeah. Also, it's cold, so it do is it cold right now. Yeah. Do it. All right, let's talk bye week. Let's do it. It's not a good look, man. And, and we can argue about. Oh, oh, oh! Did Muschamp get fired? I think he. He I did. Think he was did it just happen? It was rumored. Someone just dropped it in the chat. I'm sorry, I didn't see your name. I was transitioning from Twitter. Um, somebody just dropped it. Muschamp got fired. First, first SEC, first call, first college football coach down. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Good for hey. You know what? We'll make fun of South Carolina, but good for them. Pulling the trigger. They needed to. It's a lot of money. I didn't think they would be able to do it, but good for them pulling the trigger. Because what what was um what's Jeremy Pruitt's favorite quote? It's time to when 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 you know it's not gonna work out, 
Better cut ties? I'm not willing to call it his favorite quote, but it's a quote. He said it. it it's our favorite quote of his to yeah. use against him. <laughs> Correct. That That is absolutely true. Um, it, interesting coming off this week, no? Oh, someone said it's rumored still. Someone said it's rumored still. Hadn't happened yet. Okay. Okay. Nothing official. Still officially unofficial. Our also favorite term. Yes. So, but yeah, from what I've heard, that he's probably on his way out. He did have a alter, not an altercation, like a, with the referees. Yeah, <laughs> maskless. So I missed the what happened that caused that. Walk me through it. I don't know what happened. You didn't see caused, it? No, I was not watching that game. I had the over. Um, oh, not official, man. I put a question mark by it. I apologize, Walferloff. I apologize. That's my fault. <laughs> I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. It's officially um, unofficial. Yeah, I had the over, and it was never in doubt for me, so I didn't even watch the game. Yeah. Didn't even question it. Uh, but yeah, I, I missed the altercation. If someone knows and can explain it in enough that they would type it out, please tell me. I'd love to know. Um, but yeah, okay, so bye week. All right. Must champion fired yet. We'll celebrate that later because, let's be honest, Vols sucked against him. We can celebrate him leaving. Yeah. We, we what, won. What, we two wins? Winning. Two we wins against him? Yeah. Well, let's pump the brakes. We can celebrate him going. Bye week. I know there's a bunch of different angles. We're, we're talking about the coaches uh, declining to take a pay cut during the pandemic year. Not a good look. It's not a good look. And and you know what? There may be some guys that maybe don't. You know, you wouldn't ideally take a pay cut in any other world. But you also have guys making $1.6 million that are declining pay cuts. Uh, 1.1? Is that what it is? What's, what's uh, Ansley? It's like right at a million. So it might be 1.1. But it's, it's He's making a million, at least a million dollars. So what would 10, 10% of that? And that's is? even worse. It's 10%. And then you've got guys like Phil Fulmer taking pay cuts, Reed Simon taking pay cuts, who's not not making a lot of money and not an on-field. I mean, even your head coach, yeah, he got an extension, but he's not getting any more money this year. He right. pushed it to next year. I still, I mean, yeah. And he probably should have gotten an extension, probably should have taken a pay cut. Correct. So it's, it's just like this. I just don't get how you don't do it. And then for Phil, and I'm not, I mean, this is, it puts Phil Fulmer in a tough position. First off, if we, if college football, if college athletics learns anything from this pandemic, I hope that it's college football coaches' contracts are the dumbest effing things on planet Earth. Yep. The fact that in a year like this, you can't make them take that pay cut, ridiculous. And you can't, and you're making everybody else. Right. I'm just like there's so many at will employees in the University of Tennessee how, that how do you don't have a how do you walk around campus like I'm sure you have meetings with other coaches see so Jim Cheney's walking next to a tennis coach or volleyball coach and they're having to take pay cuts and he's just sitting there you know I'm making 1.6 million I'm making more than you got to feed the man somehow I'm, I'm just like how do you kind of live with yourself how expensive that? do you think his grocery bill is it's probably wide margin. <laughs> Yeah, I, again, I don't understand those, that, that's, that point of That's it. how they get through the slow season. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you mentioned the, the coaches thing. Yeah, you, you see other coaches on campus. You know them personally. And then you oh, and then we heard when Jim Chaney, you know, he wanted to be at the University of Tennessee. Does he want to be at the University of Tennessee because he knows how much they pay? Yeah, I mean. Because that, if you wanted to be at the University of Tennessee, then you would like Jay Graham, like T. Martin, you would take care of the university that you, you, know, that you love. Yeah, and the people that sign your checks. Yeah, that's like the craziest part about it is like, you know, if my work came up to me and be like, hey, you know, we really need your help. We're wanting to help other people. I would ask, did you ask the guy making six times more than me first? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the first thing I would ask. Right. 
Right. And then if you told me it wasn't in his contract, then I would it would be tough for me to stay at that. Time. But but it wasn't like I mean, you mentioned Jay Graham and T Martin. It wasn't like it was a collective decision by all of them. Correct. You know, some of them had different decisions. Right. So I mean, yeah, like they both played here, but I just think like they understood like what we're going they understood like the people that help them do their job are taking pay cuts. They're like, that's not fair to them that I just keep my salary. Not only that, like I said, you put Philip Former in a tough position as the athletic director because I don't know, I imagine they were asked to take pay cuts before he puts out the video and letter asking for donations and buying brick and all that to or asking Tennessee fans to keep their ticket purchases without the actual tickets. So you see those that stuff go out. And you're just a okay with not helping your athlete, your players. It could affect scholarships or other amenities. Yeah, and you're just okay with that forty forty million dollar deficit sitting where it's at. I mean, you don't go back. You see that video go out because maybe he asked you before the letter came out. You don't go in there and be like, okay, I, maybe I wasn't fully aware of the situation. I have a better idea now. Let's talk. Right. You don't. You don't do anything. And, and again, I just. And it's not like it's. It's not like you're going to get – so Jim Cheney's, Jim Cheney's making $1.6 million. That's 160000 He was asked to take a 10% pay cut. Over 12 months. It's not like they're going to take 160000 <laughs> out the next day. No, it's it's 12 months. And 160000 that probably pays for four or five employees that, you know, were below – like their yearly salary. It at, it at least, you know – it helps people out, whether it keeps them on, whether it keeps them fully paid. It helps the athletic department. It helps the people that make that, like you said, make the athletic department tick. It helps those people, whether it fully solves the problem or not, you're helping. Whereas right now you're going, <laughs> I'm getting paid. Good luck. And what makes it even worse is a lot of those coaches haven't earned it on the football field. Well, that, and that was kind of the next point I was getting to is if you're winning, this is a bad look regardless. You could you can be 6-0. Six and zero right now, whatever we'd be. And this, if this comes out, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It doesn't because the year you're in, it's not a good look. And barring a miracle, barring a, an absolute turnaround back half of the season, I think this is the beginning of the end for this coaching staff. Yeah. I don't see. Mm. Again, you lo- the little bit of fan base you had. The little bit of fan just full support you had, I've got to think you lost it. And there's going to be people, well, I wouldn't take the pay cut either. I wouldn't, blah, blah, blah. Because you're making $40,000, $30,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And 10% is quite a bit to you right now. And if your boss is taking a pay cut, or your boss's boss, I'll say that, your yeah. boss's boss is taking a pay cut, you wouldn't might, you feel a little bit inclined to do the same? Right. Whereas if your boss comes and asks you to take a pay cut, and you're like, well, is that guy doing it? No. What are you going to say? What if, or, you know, what if he says yes? Are you going to laugh and be like, that guy's an idiot? Or are you going to be like, yeah, let's keep the secretary on through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let her feed her children. Or no, just, you know, let her fight to the wolves. I don't know. Again, I just don't. There may not be a right answer. You know, maybe there's guys, because we, you know, we talked about some of the guys on the lower end of that salary. No, let's not just talk about the gym change. Let's talk about some of the guys on the lower end where it's still a lot of money. Maybe it's just different circumstances. Yeah. But that's different. We're talking about eight assistants. That's a culture. That's a lot. That's a culture. And then you have guys that are making an absurd amount of money for 
what they're doing, what they're doing, the product they're putting out. What other job on planet Earth do you make one point six million dollars? And if you're good, you get a raise, and if you suck, you don't have to do anything, and you get your buyout mm-hmm. plus some some you know you get paid your salary. There's not a lot of jobs that happens. I, I hope it comes back and and hurts some of these guys. I mean, it's I think because if if what you said is true is this is the beginning of the end and they're gone in two months, some of them. Right. Then it's like, what athletic program, I'm sure that comes up in an interview, is just like, hey, I know you didn't take a pay cut. Was there a, a reason why you didn't want to help out an athletic program that signs your checks? Whether it's a serious question or not, it's, that sounds like an interview question that you're like, I want to know what this person's about. Yeah, exactly. No? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I, you can find a lot out about someone's character to be like, "What's up here?" Well, if, if this situation were to occur, let's go hypothetical. Mm-hmm. I've gotten questions like that in interviews. Yeah, what kind of team player are you? Right. Maybe not directly about salary, but similar. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot about team chemistry, and it's, there, it's got to be at an all-time low now. And, and yeah, and stuff like that. And then your your coaches can't even do it. Your coaches can't even buy into an athletic program. Well, and then, I mean, maybe and maybe T. Martin and Jay Graham, those two guys specifically because they did take pay cuts as assistants. Um, actual pay cuts, they weren't due for an extension. And what are those? I mean, maybe they knew. But if they didn't know, what are they feeling now? Because they may, you know what? They may not regret it. Because maybe they did it for the universe. Maybe that was their whole. Re- but if I'm them, I'm going, so we didn't have to do this? You just cost me money for no reason? And those guys, and I, and you know, and if they're, like just any competitor on planet Earth, they're going. I'm better than that guy, and he's making more money than me, and not having to take a pay cut. Now. You know, that's those thoughts are creeping in now. Yeah, if they weren't already. So, again, it's just not a good look. This just feels like something that comes up in a year in which the staff's not doing well, the team's not doing well, and it starts the beginning of the end turmoil. And if, if nothing else. If you go out and kill it the rest of your time at Tennessee, you're not ever getting an extension. Or you're, or you're not ever getting a raise. <laughs> no, like I said, I think it takes a pretty significant turnaround to keep them around. Yeah. And I'm not saying it happens soon. I'm not saying it happens uh, even at the end of this year. Um, but this stuff doesn't get forgotten. I mean, this kind of thing does not is not forgotten. Especially, like I said, when, when Philip Fulmer, who a lot of the fan base trust and should trust, comes out and begs for money, essentially. Yeah. It's not a good look. I don't... We talk about one. You want your team to be good, but you also want your team to be good people. And not saying they're bad people, but this makes it hard for me to believe. Like we talked about the thing going into the office, yeah. looking at the people that help your student athletes on a daily basis that now can't afford or just like, without a second job or you know to keep everything afloat or or, or just like somebody said, Chris Winkie knows he better make every. I mean, yeah, I think that's part of it. I think some of this staff knows. Where the stands. <laughs> yeah. And they better make every dime they can. Because your next job yeah, may they're, be... They're going to be making that. Your next job may be at a program that cuts the salaries during this pandemic. It may not be a program that could survive the pandemic next time mm-hmm. around. Yep. I agree with that. I, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a tough and ugly situation. I've, to an extent, I feel bad for some of the guys involved with this because we don't know the situations. And some of their money isn't FU money. But some people are making... In not living in Knoxville, Tennessee, right. getting most of what they do anyways paid for. They get car leases. Yeah, they're making it. Food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them get it. I heard a rumor. One guy, you can probably guess who uh, gets to eat at Copper Cellar for free. But they <laughs> uh, they may or may not only let him eat at Burger Night. A little bit cheaper that night. 
Dude, and if you're if you're the baseball program, when you you can't even get a full time assistant through the NCAA or another yeah. another an extra full time assistant, you know, and part of that is the NCAA's issue. And again, I'll let you finish. I mean, like that, they're like, oh, these coaches like have the choice <laughs> to not to, to take a pay cut or not, but we can't even get a guy. You can't even get him a full salary. Yeah. Like I said, if if we learn any, if college sports learn, learns anything from this pandemic, I truly hope that it's how inflated coaching salaries are. I hope so. I it need. I mean, not that I don't think some of them deserve to get paid because they're bringing in money. They are bringing in money, but they're also not paying the student athletes. There's a lot of things, and apparently they can just fire anyone in, in front office that they want. Well, yeah, things need to be thought about. You yeah, know? that's the good thing about Tennessee is we're making people tons of money. <laughs> yeah, just our program except. Itself, they're so desperate to get a winning culture back. Oh, they'll pay a Anything. crap ton of money. Anything to anybody. Yep. Who can? Who can? Who can? And you don't function. have to pay, take a pay cut if you don't want to. Anything. Oh my god, just sickening. I mean, at least you know we were talking about Joe Osved and Niedermeyer. At least those guys have like you've seen a little bit on like the recruiting trail. <laughs> they're <laughs> earning their keep at least a bit. Yeah, I mean, two hundred. They're making like two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a ton. You did mention Joe Osovet was, um, you know, a last analyst. Year, yeah, last year he was so probably he, making, at the most, what, $50,000? Right. So, he has, again, like I said, we don't know every specific situation. But I think it's, those are maybe a little bit more difficult to judge because, like me and like you, we're human beings. But I feel like when you look at the guys making a lot more, I feel like you can you can at least get a glimpse into what they're Right, their lives are like like Chris Winkie. You haven't earned it, Will Friend. I wouldn't even see Will Will Friend. You've had some talent, but you haven't really done a lot and, with it. And that's part of it too. Have you earned that? Yeah, non reduction. Yeah, it's part of it. For like sure, you don't even you shouldn't even earn your current salary. <laughs> but you're getting to dictate whether you take a pay cut or not. Yeah, yeah. I, just I just don't get it. That's a tough story. Shout you know, and Blake Topmeyer. I've given him a hard time because I think there's some that he's. Um, Maybe some that stories he maybe didn't need to go with this one. Good for him. Yeah, from the KNS. Good job. Yeah. Uh, that I think that story needed to be reported, especially to the people who gave the University of Tennessee money during this pandemic, um, to the people who bought tickets when they didn't want it, you know, need any, want any, um, to the people that bought bricks, to the to the people that support the university. I think it needed to be told. So good for good for him. Like I said, I have um, I've criticize him for for some pieces this one was not one this yeah well done and a big shout out to jay graham and t martin yep, for you sure know, I, I think it goes you know yeah they play at tennessee but you know if they're willing to do it i, I feel like they would probably they might have done it t martin might have done it at usc jay graham yeah. might have done it at yeah Texas I, A&M. I don't know their reasons for it but regardless it's a lot better look for what they did yeah than, than and did. you know the next you know, if it does come up in an interview, T. Martin obviously wants to be a head coach someday. You know, that comes up a like, hey, I'm a team player. Yeah, yeah. Bam. T. Martin, you, you, you care about the the athletic program that signs your checks, right? T. Martin also does know that you know his son might get a good signing bonus here in a couple of years, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not. That was a joke. Just be clear. Although Cade Martin is going to get a big signing bonus <laughs> yeah. in a couple of years, that part was serious. Um, yeah, the. Uh, um, uh, you know what? I guess we're still going to stay somewhat negative, but it's just not a good bye week for this. So let's uh, all right, let's go into practice. Let's talk. Practice. Uh, let's talk actual. I guess somewhat on the field stuff. So JG's as of Wednesday vol call still out for 
concussion protocol. Dated, listed as day to day. Not sure 100 percent what that means. So he's out Wednesday and in vol calls. Um, don't know how far how far apart they were set, but at some point during vol calls, Pruitt says JG was out of practice today. He was day you know day to day with a concussion. Um, and then a minute later, five minutes later, ten minutes later, I have no idea. I didn't listen. I only got it from Ben McKee and uh, Eric Gain. Yep. And it was tweeted that also the Vols uh, had their best day in terms of timing between the quarterbacks and receivers. Yeah, I'm sure when both, like, as soon as he was doing the Vol calls and he probably saw that, I'm sure he was like, dang it, what have I done? Because, I mean, like, but you, but you said it. So. You, didn't, you didn't take it as a QB change, right? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> like, I think it's status quo. We're going to go with the best guy that gives us the best chances to practice. But, like, but then again, like, you've talked about JG and how good he's done in practice, but when he's out, he they have the best practice they've had. That kind of every practice comment he's said doesn't hold any weight to me. Yeah, and, and I feel like the practice thing. I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, honestly. But I feel, is it not a little bit of a cop out? Hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Can't everyone on planet Earth say that? Yeah. And isn't it a... Especially when it's not videotaped. Like, people don't know no, what it's practice not, it's not like. public. Right. It's controlled. And you don't, you're not keeping score. You're rarely, you know, a lot of times in practice, every quarterback will throw an interception. It's the way... Again, it's controlled. They maybe put them in a situation where they needed to see them. They wanted to see them go through progression, so they matched them up against a defense that would have made them. They put them in these situations to fix it. So you don't go leave and go, oh, he threw two interceptions, he threw one, maybe two, because that guy shouldn't have dropped a pick. So it's it's controlled. It's closed off to the public. Um, and then you really decide what you saw best out of it. So it's very biased. Yeah. It's very biased. So I... I understand there are players that can practice better than certain players, but we also heard for two years that Justin Worley practiced better than Josh Dobbs. And I'm a big Worley Bird guy. Big Worley Bird guy. But Josh Dobbs is... I don't know how many. I don't know how to equate it, but he's better than jo- uh, uh, by, uh, a Justin ton. Worley. Yeah, by a ton. So, it's, it's a cop-out, man. It's a cop-out to go, we're not... I mean, that or you're not evaluating talent correctly. Yeah, and there's no, like in practice, there's nothing like on the line. Right, again, con- yeah. There, like like there's, there's no fans, there's no like real, you know, if, if you throw four picks in practice versus four picks in a game, that's a huge difference. Right. You lose a game, everybody saw it, you're probably going to be <laughs> on ESPN because, I mean, look at how many times Nathan Peterman's been on ESPN for how many picks he's thrown in the NFL. He's done it in an impressive fashion. <laughs> he does. Yeah, again, I just, again, I I do understand how, I get why JG started the season. I get it. He probably did practice better. He's, he may still technically be better, practicing better than Harrison Bailey. But at what point you got to go, what we are seeing out here is not translating. Yeah, and how many, how many reps did Harrison Bailey get with Cade Mays and Trey Smith and Josh Palmer and all that? I was going to say, wide receiver is important too. Yeah, I mean, you more important. There, there's no more. way he's gotten the same amount of reps with the first team guys. Now, if you did, 
And whoever performed better, yeah, you probably roll with them. But if they make a mistake in but the we game... But we know it wasn't a QB competition either. Correct. Yes. So we know that's not the case. Right. I have... I just again, I I get being able to see practice. I get that stuff. But he did. He might have. He might have done it because it, it does show a little bit of excitement for Harrison Bailey. If we go back to Jeremy Pruitt's quotes previously about how JD's practice better, then yes, it would either be Harrison Bailey. He didn't say which quarterback. He just said QBs and wide receivers. He also didn't say what wide receivers. I guess it could have been some walk-on guys that had really good timing. Um, <laughs> They're but, just after it, man. Yeah. They got new gloves. They're just on it. Um, so, it could have been Trout, Mauer, or Harrison Bailey. Mm-hmm. Now we know which one to put our money on. Um, but we don't, we don't know that for sure. He did not spe- uh, specify which quarterback. He just said quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I yeah. – Maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope he gets, cha- you know, there's a QB change. But I'm I'm thinking unless JG's out, they they don't do it. And another thing, maybe you let a fifth year guy that in the coaching staff's eyes, I'm not willing to say JG hasn't tried at Tennessee. He hadn't given everything he's got. So I'm not I'm not willing to say that. So maybe in, you know maybe you let him lose his starting position uh, by way of injury, and you call him out for this week. You know, call him. He he's not going to be playing this week, and and you roll with another starter. And, and I would be fine with that. I don't I don't need to see JG come back and go. We're still going to go with Harrison Bailey. I, no one needs to see that. Now I think Harrison Bailey's better, so I think he just should start right now. I, everything we know right now. Mm-hmm. But I would be okay with it being JG's out this week. We're going to go with a different quarterback, and that's Harrison yeah. Bailey. Like like what does it hurt? E- even if I mean I'm saying if even if JG's like you know he's coming back Thursday, you know what. He could possibly play. What does it do for your program to throw JG out there right now? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with Harry. I'm, I'm with Harrison Bailey starting. I'm just okay. saying, if you need to use JG's injury as why he's not starting rather than just beat out, that's 100 percent okay with me. Okay. If, if yeah. you want to use that as a way to like, we're not trying to disrespect the guy, but no one should take this personal. I get how you can, but everyone has a job like- to do. Like, dude, like, look at the results. You're trying, yeah, you're trying to win. So it shouldn't be a personal thing. It should just go, hey, we got to go to the next guy. It's why is it never personal when a when a starting offensive lineman loses it? Why is it never personal when a wide receiver gets gets moved out of the top three, top four guys? But when a quarterback loses, it's all of a sudden it's well, you, you know, they just hate the guy or they just, you know, they never wanted to see him succeed. No, like it's just time to move on. Or is or is the uh, the eight assistant coaches is that just a uh trying to take the pressure off maybe when, when they start yeah, Garantano. Yeah. Good call. Saturday. Good call. Put, put it on the athletic department rather than Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah. Uh, I think Tennessee fans have a short memory. It, again, if you turn it around next week, you turn it around, short memory. Yeah. Short memory. No one's as We're mad like, about the assistant. Yeah, it's still not a good look, but they're not as mad. Tennessee fans are like Tiger Woods. We'll go, we'll shoot seven over on a hole and then go birdie birdie. We're short memory, baby. Wasn't Moving he, on. Wasn't he plus ten on a? On, uh, he he par shot three? a ten plus seven. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. On a par three. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough holes. Brought brought Jordan Speed to his knees a couple years ago. Brought several good, really good golfers to his knees. Um, where was I at though? Yeah. I mean, it, we'll see what happens in this bye week. I'm ready for a QB change. I'm ready for just fresh life at this point. I think that's all. That's all you can ask for is just some life, some you know excitement. In this program for the for the future, I guess if JG brings you life, do it. But he hasn't. But there's there's a lot of issues. 
other than quarterback. Now, your right. quarterback fixes probably a lot of those issues. Uh, look at Philip Franks at Arkansas, guys. Yes. I mean, I thought... And we... Oh, my God. So, Kyle Trask, everybody on planet Earth knows he threw for six touchdowns. <laughs> I understand it's frustrating. It's frustrating for everybody, but I don't have to see it 85 times on my timeline. It was on my timeline a lot today. Oh it was on my timeline a lot today. I just... I just went. If, if it wasn't for Felipe Franks injured... Trask never starts a four. If I had a book about me, today would have been Caleb Webb. <laughs> well, actually, that was last night, I guess. That was last night. But I was all... I feel bad, guys. I feel bad. But I got called out last week for that my terrible pick, apparently, of, of Florida covering. Um, and since I was called out, I did kind of root for Florida. Now, here's the, here's the, here's the <laughs> sitch. If Arkansas had won, I would have not cared. Like, you can have my... You can, you can have it. You I was... That was a terrible choice by me. Like you want it. Like if they're gonna win anyway, you want them to cover. But if they're gonna lose, that's cool too. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Okay. Like if they, if Arkansas lost by 14, I would have thrown a brick through somebody's window. Because that's stupid. But no, they lost. What did they end up losing by? They covered. I don't care. They covered. Yeah, it was a lot. They covered. If Bailey starts and we win two more, if we win two or more remaining games, does that save Peru? That's a good question. If they, if what? If Bailey starts, I assume starting on Auburn. Not a, he didn't put a, a vault for life, 1998. He, he didn't give me a timeline for that a, a due date. But he said if Bailey starts and we win two or more games remaining, does that save Peru? Oh, 100%. I think so, too. I mean, I, I, I honestly think if you're competitive in the three games, you might not be competitive against Florida. But if you're competitive against A&M or How- somewhat competitive – you're competitive against Auburn, and you beat Vanderbilt. I think he's probably still here. How big is that um, Florida game if you're competitive? You don't have to win it, but you're competitive against a team that could be looking at a college ball playoff. I mean, they, right now they have a college ball playoff opportunity. Now, what if what if you win? If you win two games, you beat Auburn, you beat Vanderbilt, and you're competitive with Texas A&M and Florida. People are going to be a little pissed off that he didn't play Harrison Bailey up until this point. You're pissed off, but again, short term memory. That's Gold, true. Memory That's of a goldfish. You but, move on. but then, like, the what-ifs start happening. The what-ifs definitely set in, but didn't... I mean, they kind of set in last year, and everybody moved on from them. That's true. So, yeah. It's a... Uh, I mean, I agree. It's, it definitely makes you look not great. But if you do it, you do it, and you move Yeah, on. he's still going to be here. Right. So, now, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. You, you asked if that could save Pruitt. I don't know what kills Pruitt right now. Um, I said that... I think that, that story about the staffs could be the beginning of the end. I think it's just because there's got to be some players thinking, what the heck? Like, we're asked to give our all every day, but y'all can't give 10% of your all? <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. So I think there's just going to be a lot of questions in the facilities, um, a lot of questions in the fan base. So I don't I don't think it. I don't think they were like, oh, they're going to get fired on Friday now. I mean, I just how think much, it could start the trend. Yeah, how much bad blood is in that athletic department now? You know, if if you have somebody be like, "Hey T, hey Grant, hey Jay, how are y'all?" and then they're like, "Oh, hey Jim, <laughs> you ass." How's <laughs> was that one point six treating you? Good, apparently. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop making those jokes. Yeah, he's like, uh, "Trying to lose weight right now." Yeah, I just need to um, <laughs> just trying to get save up for Christmas, and uh, Jim's over there sitting on one point six. We didn't think about the holidays. He might have a big gift. He might be getting like his daughter or something. We didn't consider that. Or he's saving up for next Christmas when he doesn't have a job. Yeah, may, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's yeah, just another buyout. He's just gonna 
save his money through that, not even look for a job, because why would you? You don't need to. Just go get a go get a quality control assistant job and call today. Yep. So right now Tennessee's scheduled to play A and M on the twelfth. Could that get changed? Because they have all Western opponents left. So could Tennessee not be playing that day? Like if another game was to get canceled? Because they would cut the cross-conference games for or cross-division division games for division games if they needed to. So it's mm. possible you don't even play A&M, right? Am I understanding that correctly? I don't I – know, I do know – so if – I think if, we, if Auburn gets canceled or postponed – It'll be the week of the SEC championship unless one of those teams is in the SEC championship. So right now they're planning to play planning to play the championship on the twelfth? The nineteenth. Nineteenth? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The nineteenth, yeah. Yeah. So they're not playing it the week after. So they left a they left a window in there to get one game in? I think at first there wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna be any makeups that day, but then I think Greg Sankey said that there is gonna be makeups okay. on the nineteenth. Okay, gotcha. Or cool. or will if they have to. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Hey, do you have any team news for us before we uh, get into basketball? I know we're about to get away from football. I don't want to miss anything. I, I, I don't have any team news. Nothing, I think we'll hear from we, Jeremy Pruitt tomorrow. Yeah, other than um, what we talked about. Yeah. So uh, okay. I do know Alvin Kamara's just scored his third touchdown of the night. So. I, they only gave the ball to him like twice in the first quarter, and I was like, I don't want to put a touchdown on him. I'm scared. I know. And last last week, they were talking about him being the MVP candidate, and they barely gave him the ball. So I was just like, oh, maybe it's just – they're just trying not to get him MVP. I don't know. <laughs> Rookie was enough. Yeah. Um, all right, perfect. Let's talk basketball then. Let's do it. Some rat poison, baby. I mean, it's, it's rat poison, I guess, for the team, but for us, it's – you know, it's some expectations. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like it, it makes you excited. At least you right. you start with some life in the program. <laughs> yeah, you you get to I guess again look forward to a college football season. Or college I think Rick Barnes season. would take a pay cut. Do what? Rick Barnes take a did pay he cut. did he take one? I think he did. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. He's making a lot of money though. He is. <laughs> He's making an absurd amount of money. Also, I have a question before I guess we get into really the, the basketball team. Is Does Rick Barnes still get all that free stuff from everywhere that promised him free stuff if he stayed? I mean, he should. He, you think he, like, walks in? He's, like, walks into, like, Stock and Barrel, and he's like, yes, remember. <laughs> that's kind of weird. You don't remember that? I'm sure that's a weird exchange being like, hey, uh, <laughs> do you remember when you, like, tweeted me? They bring him the tab, and he's like, yeah, this, just, this is on you. Screenshots live forever, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, basketball. So, obviously it's exciting. Do you think... Do you have Tennessee winning it? We talked about it a little bit. We, we talked about season prediction. Had him 20... I'll let you okay, know you after Gonzaga, the first two games. Okay, you had Gonzaga and Notre Dame in. Yep. How do you... What do you... Do you give them one of those? You split them? I think you beat you give Notre them both? Dame. Uh, I, th- I think... Gonzaga is going to be a good game. I think it's the one thing Tennessee is probably going to struggle with is size, and Gonzaga is going to have size. Yeah, and that's so like a team that has like a Azabuki or, or somebody like a dominant big man. I think that's that might be a tough task for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But that's but 
How big is it if you have someone like Anasiki who can come in and move that guy around? Still going to get rebounds, still going to score some points. Or if you have guards that can come in and like strip the ball away from them. like That too. They're good enough to, to play their guy and also help out. Yeah. Um, well, it's not just they're not just going to be left one on one with a, a seven footer, right. and hopefully we get out of the over. That's what killed us in uh, getting. We got killed by three point three pointers in twenty. Well, that'd be twenty eighteen mm-hmm. when we just we overhelped all the time. Right. We we also got you got like you said you got to have guys who can play their assignment and also help. It's called help defense, not right triple team. Right. Um, we got we got to do better playing help defense. Um, this Tennessee team. So yeah. I, I agree with the big man take. I mean, you know me. I've been begging for a, a seven footer that's be nice, that's dominant for a while. Um, but I'll settle for EJ Anasiki for now, uh, unless until I find out otherwise. I, I really, I, I think I'm, I think everybody's gonna like what he brings to this team. I think he's gonna look a lot like Grant Williams. Without the production, he probably won't have the production value. He could, but probably won't have the production value. But I think. When you watch the game, you'll see him kind of making the way for John Fulkerson and Pons down low, either scoring, opening the lane to score, or moving them out of the way, letting them elevate and go get rebounds. Yeah, and I think just having guys get to the hole can can help with can help alleviate the oh, yeah. size issue because you know that leads to fouls. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And if John Fulkerson's able to to step out and make a you know twenty foot jump shot every once in a while. I think that helps. Uh, yeah, look at the difference uh, going. You know, having guys that were aggressive because Monte Turner, great basketball player, but he was. It's why when him and Jordan Bone were kind of battling out, and uh, oh man, who was the transfer? Daniels. Yeah, James Daniel. When they were kind of you know splitting point guard duties between those guys, you were like, it's got to be Jordan Bone at this point. He he drives to the hole hard. He does a lot more for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what uh, Viscovi was able to bring to the team in the back half of the season. Was he penetrated? Yeah, and did a lot for them getting to the hole, and that that's a big time. You should have not just Viscovi this year, but um, Keon Johnson should be able to do that. Jaden Springer, you hope Josiah Jordan James with some experience can. Hopefully, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of ball Victor Bailey Jr. plays, but if he's apparently one of the better guys on campus, you got to think he has the ability to get to the hole and score. Yep. Yeah, I, I think we use our athleticism and make a team with size choose like. Hey, are you gonna match our athleticism, or you want to go big and we take advantage of you not being athletic? Yeah, it'll be fun to see how we use our bench. Yep, because I mean, last year, yeah, you had, you didn't have a lot of size, but you weren't that athletic either. You know, I, was, I mean, and, and your most athletic guys weren't just dominant scorers. So, like, like Devonte Gaines coming in and defend just about anybody on the floor, but he wasn't just gonna go score on the other end. He, I mean, he was almost non-existent in the offense. And Bowden, Bowden was too, but he didn't get to the hole very, very well. Bowden should have been a better a better scorer, but yeah, he was more of a you know he was still one of your better defensive players. Mm-hmm. He still did that job, um, but just wasn't a dominant scorer like he probably could have been, should have been, whatever. He was your senior leader, probably should have been, um, which is unfortunate. But it, senior year just didn't work out in his favor at all. You know, it didn't help too. He he wasn't the guy. He wasn't meant right. to be the guy. Yeah, so. no. He had an he had an NBA tryout. I can't remember who the other or NBA. I guess like a, a workout. Okay, I can't remember who's with. I, Saw on his Instagram he was uh, going to the airport and oh, good for him. wished him luck at his workout. So good for him. I don't I don't know which team that was, but he did get a workout. Uh, yeah, I, where do you put this team to not be a disappointment? Like, it's very very difficult to win the SEC regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, the SEC's gotten better. Uh, you play those Tuesday and Wednesday night late game. It's tough. 
So where where do you put this team at to go? It's not a disappointment. You put yourself in a good position. You can give me a record. You can give me a place. Um, you put yourself in a good position to to go into the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. I think there's there's three really good teams in the SEC as of right now that could change um, for whatever reason. But I think it's it's Tennessee, Kentucky, and LSU, kind of the guys that's been there for a while. Yeah, at least the last what four years now. So I, I think years. anywhere in that top three, I think you're setting pretty well. Okay. Yeah, I like to. Now, I mean, obviously the expectation is is one. That's the goal. Right. But uh, but you know that's tough to do. So so I just wanted to get your take on disappointment. You know, where 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 what's the line where you're like you did not achieve? Now the good what? thing is you know you play some good teams like you play uh, the Cincinnati game, you mm-hmm. play Notre Dame, you play Gonzaga, you play Kansas. Um, you know that that's going to get ready for March. Yeah. Um, and that, that's why Rick Barnes does that. You know, right. he wants his team to play well at the end of the season. Because you know Kentucky's going to be that way. Yes. Um, so you, so you want to kind of match that intensity. So I, I think anywhere between one and three is where is Tennessee fans should be A-OK heading into March. Yeah, I think three is a, he's probably easier to accomplish than it has been the last two years, um, being in that top three. Uh, Auburn shouldn't be as good. Georgia shouldn't be as good as they were last year. Vanderbilt's still terrible. Uh, Vanderbilt's still terrible. Uh, you know, I mean, there's gonna, there's definitely some teams in there that could give you some trouble uh, certain days of the week, but shouldn't be they shouldn't be fighting for the top with you. Correct. So, um, also, I found out the Charlotte VCU is a tournament. So Charlotte and VCU will play on that Friday night. So Tennessee will play Charlotte on Thursday. Charlotte and VCU will play on Friday. No, they VCU, play on Wednesday. A Wednesday, and then Charlotte and VCU, I guess, play on Thursday. Thursday and then Tennessee VCU on Friday. So okay, like yeah, gotcha. whatever it is, it's they're the day in between. Okay, Charlotte cool. and VCU. I, I, did, I wasn't aware of that. I heard that. I was just listening to the radio. Okay, happened to hear cool. it the other day. So uh, it is that is a tournament, which is pretty neat. I think it's something they evolve. I think something like that used to be a regular occurrence at Tennessee. That'd be cool to like. I, I would buy tickets for that. Right. Well, and I don't know. You know, VCU's obviously been a, a better of the group five team, whatever you call them in basketball, better of those, those teams. So if they did two teams like that every year, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't know where Charlotte stands as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a, a VCU. But and, you, you probably get some good teams to come here, some better teams, like, you know, given the situation right. we're in. Well, yeah, it, you had Murray State last year, for example, a team that you uh, – I think that was an actual game. I don't think it was an exhibition. And uh, so if you had like a Murray State and VCU, that's an interesting couple of games in yeah. there. So Tennessee should win both, which is what Tennessee wants. Um, but then that Murray State VCU game could be a, a good game. Yeah, I think you know with those two games, I think they're good enough opponents where you can kind of gauge where Tennessee. Yeah, I, will be at. Yeah, and then they go to Notre Dame like a week later. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, is Gonzaga before Notre Dame or will it be after? I don't know. It's that like first week in okay. December, so I don't know which one's first. Have they announced where it'll be? I don't think so. That'll be interesting to see where they – because there's no neutral site, right? Right. So it'll have to be at Tennessee or Gonzaga. So I'm wondering if they just go ahead and do like a home-and-home. Home. That'd be nice. Yeah, set it up. But, but really, but then you get the short end of the stick if you're the home team this year. Yeah, I think you probably do it up uh, two and one. So whoever hosts this year gets another home, I'd think. Okay. And maybe in three or four years, but gotcha. gets another. I, right, because like you said – the home team this year gets the short end of the stick in terms of ticket sales and crowd. And right. So yep. Everything involved. 
Uh, regardless, playing Gonzaga will be good for Tennessee and will be a fun game to watch. Yeah, so. for sure. Regardless. I think Tennessee fans should be allowed to... Oh, my God. I'm about to win this parlay. I'm so sorry. I had to look. Oh, no, I'm not. It's 26 and a half. If you... Arizona? Wait, what? Oh, I thought it was 26, 25 and a half. It's 26 and a half. The over for the home, the away team. Uh, God dang it. That would have hit. That hits. How much would you have won? $976. $976? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dadgum it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Half a point. Well, one point, really. I'm sorry, guys. All right, do you have anything else to to see basketball? (laughs) (laughs) At least I won that $200 bet. I'm crying. That sucks. No, I'm not crying. Um, I won that $200 bet thanks to Grit. That was one of my most important. Yeah, good for you. I'm kind of mad you didn't tell me about it. Dude, I got it so fast. I got it so fast. I happened to see him tweet it. Happened to jump on Twitter real quick. Hmm. Yeah. So you're going to talk about some college football. Yeah, let me pull it up. I was pulling up the Bills game. Maybe they'll go into overtime. Can they? I, I will say, nope, they're like, up, they're up by four. The sports betting has made me interested in all football. Yes. Like, I mean, I'll watch games, but I don't, like, really care. Like, now I just kind of turn it on for background sometimes. Yeah, or, like, you're on on a Thursday night, and that game's or you're sitting down on Thursday night, that game's on. Kind yeah. of deal. Now you know hey, how the quarterback for Western Carolina is playing. They're like, hey, can you come? Uh, do you want to come and meet dinner? No, I can't. Max playing. <laughs> Sorry. Got a parlay. That's awesome. All right. College, College football. football. I've got. To, if I miss any games, I wrote down because I, I know we don't want to go through them all. So I wrote down. If I miss any, you can call me out and any you want to talk about. Uh, I've got first one. I've got Iowa. We talked about it on uh, Wednesday. I asked you, is you believe in Iowa yet? And you said not yet. They won thirty-five to seven against Minnesota. Do you believe in Iowa yet? I would. I would have won two hundred dollars if Stanford beat Colorado. Dang. I was. I, I'll, I'll get into that too when we get there. Um, are you ready to start betting Pac-12 now that you've seen two games? No, I'm staying away from Pac-12 and I'm staying away from Big Twelve. See, I try to do overs on on or not Big Twelve. Uh, Big Big yeah, Twelve. Big 12 yeah. yes. Overs they don't hit. The, <laughs> I think you like I I did it on West Virginia and TCU. I was like, surely it's I lost an over two. <laughs> to it was West Virginia and Texas, wasn't it? I was like, well, and I lost to West Virginia and TCU this week. I the was over like, wasn't high. It was like fifty something. It was yeah. Low. It was like 45. 40, Yeah, it was low. I was like, okay, surely that's gonna hit. And then it's that first quarter. I was like, man, it's low. And I was like, wait, Caleb lost West Virginia and Texas. I was like. Damn you, I West thought it was, Virginia. I thought it was Texas's fault. It was West Virginia's fault. God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, then we had no, number two Notre Dame. I don't have that written one. Yeah. Can't remember what rank they are. 45 over Boston College, 31. You like Boston College. I saw that tweet. Dude, they play, they like play that, hard. Like that grit they play with, huh? I do. Yeah. Love it, baby. And then you got number six, Florida. Covering 63, Arkansas 35. God, God how dude, did Arkansas Florida's score good. 35 points? Um. Florida's defense is not great, which you knew pretty They're early just on. Like, we just want the ball back. Right. Hurry just up. <laughs> kick it to us. Yeah. Take it. Um, we'll spot you six. Watching Arkansas's – Arkansas's ability to create turnovers is amazing. But they do – they try 
literally every single play. To rip it out? To rip it out, to punch it out. Every single play, someone is trying to strip the ball or intercept it or whatever. God, that's it's what it, we need to do. It's almost like when you try every single play, you're going to get at least lucky a couple times or yeah. something. Something's going to happen. Something. It's amazing. Uh, then you've got number nine, Miami. 25 over Virginia Tech. 24. That was also a lock of the week. Miami to cover. Picked it. And then I also told some people Miami money line. That barely hit, but they did cover. Indiana, 24 over Michigan State. Zero. I'm in, man. I'm, I'm a big Tom Allen guy now. Official. Dude. 24. Official. Like, top 10 and then shutting people out. Yep. I think I'm going to have to bet some. Gotta love I'll it. Probably lose that next week. I said, but I think I'm going to have to bet on some. They play Indiana games. Ohio State next week, so you might want to stay away from next week. I might pick Ohio State to the cover then. I might. Number eleven, Oregon, forty-three, Washington State, twenty-nine. Not even watch that game, did you? Nah, no. The only Pac-12 game I watched because I had money on it was Oregon State and Washington. So reverse of those two. I think I already I had already lost my parlay, parlay at that point. So they were in like, whatever. Number thirteen, Wisconsin, forty nine, Michigan, eleven. Wisconsin, is it not going to suck if they don't make it into the uh, college football playoff because they only play they'll they already had two games canceled, so they only have four more left. So they'll play six games. Well, they they won't let them into the college football playoff with There's six no games, way. seven no in, way. seven with the Big Ten championship. You do play Indiana. You do play Northwestern and Iowa. But, yeah, that's still not enough. There's no – I don't know. I, guess I think we'll you'd have to beat Ohio State and Indiana to really yeah. have a shot. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I did win some money on the Buffalo money line, so that's nice. Sorry. I'm, I'm still trying to keep up. Um, okay. So Wisconsin probably didn't get on. Number 20, USC, 34, Arizona, 30. USC, looking good right now. I think winning, I, baby. Just I, win, baby, win. I think I had them covering, and I, I don't. The, there was like six and a half, I think. Maybe yeah. more than that. Yeah. Uh, then we've got number 23, Northwestern, 27, Purdue, 20. I learned a hard lesson this week. I should have learned it last week. Never bet on Penn State. Penn State 23, Nebraska 30. They're, Dude, they're terrible. terrible. They're so bad. I've got a uh, I've got a good fail. Well, most important of the week, I guess, because DirecTV did a phenomenal job for uh, that game, Nebraska and Penn State. Next one up. This wasn't a lock. Thank God this wasn't a lock. Wake Forest 53, UNC 59. They should have won by four. They should have covered 12 and a half. They let them score in two minutes. Dude, that pisses me off. So that, like, Kyle Trask throwing for six touchdowns doesn't make me that mad. <laughs> Seeing Sam Howe just light up a scoreboard and we right. told him he wasn't good enough, that right. pisses me off. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's a tough look. For like, sure. How, how do you tell kids that in college? Because you, you just never know. Like, if we're just like, yeah, I think we're going to offer, you know, somebody else. But to tell a kid he's not good enough to no, play for, here? For sure. For sure. Oh, my God. And then Michael Penix Jr. I mean, again, it doesn't look great when he throws. But, but dude, he's, he's win- they're he, winning. He's winning. Oh, when he strips out. I mean, is, that not, is that not Josh Dobbs? Yeah. No, for sure. Just like, it it ain't beautiful. It, it wasn't ever beautiful with Josh Dobbs. No. But, dude, he's a baller. He yeah. Won football no, for games. sure. For sure. A lot of people hate how he did it, but he did it. That's the point. 
Apparently he wasn't it. great in practice, but man, he won football games. He won football games. I, yeah, like that's that's another thing. I think Jeremy Pruitt mentioned it on Vol Calls. It was just like, you know, obviously, you know, the record's not where you want it to be, um, and, and that's what we're judged on. Yep. Yeah. So at what point we don't give a shit like, in practice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is at some point you're going to be like, yeah, this isn't working, right? I have some questions. I, I don't feel like we got to the question. Are you done with college football? No, I've got a couple more scores I'd like okay, to run you through. Go ahead. Uh, like games of interest, I guess. TCU 6, West Virginia 24. Vanderbilt, hope you guys cashed in this one. Vanderbilt 35, Kentucky 38. Line got to, what, 80 before the game started? Because so many people did it? Yeah, something like that. Awesome. 75, 80. Hey, hey, love, baby. Everybody's got to work together. Everybody's yeah. got to work together. I don't feel as bad for, for losing in 2018 because Vanderbilt won me some money. So Exactly. Appreciate it. Uh, Illinois 23, Rutgers 20, Louisville 17, Virginia 31, Colorado. This one Atlanta's not happy about. Colorado 35, Stanford 32, Baylor 23, Texas Tech 24, Temple 13, UCF 38. Shout out for covering the Black Knights. South Carolina, the nail in the coffin. South Carolina 42, Ole Miss 59. Lane Kiffin, he said, you're welcome for covering 13 points. He tweeted that. So, don't think he's allowed to. Oregon State, 21. Washington State, or sorry, Washington. Not Washington State, 27. Questions? Questions. God, the 49ers are about to score. It's going to take away my... Uh, oh, well. Um, so, we had Edgar C. Tuning. He says, uh, what the F is going on with this football team? Seems every year it's something different. Can they ever get their crap together? Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel the frustration. We share the same sentiment. What the F? Yeah. We share the same sentiment. I mean, and it had nothing to do with football, really. Football, like, on the field play this week, and you're still like, (laughs) what the F? Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like, like, like you ask, why can't this program get anything right? I'm with you. Yeah. Anything. Oh, my God, Arizona just scored. Yeah. I wouldn't have won. Buffalo would have had to win money line. I wouldn't have won that parlay. I feel better now. Okay. Feel better. Okay. And then Donnie R says, why not Beckwith at tight end? That's. I mean, if you're struggling at tight end, you're not going to play him running back. Nope. I don't know. Maybe he's just not there physically to be a blocker. Right. Maybe he doesn't want to be a blocker. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't seem like we're going to really utilize the tight end in the passing game right now anyway. So... Um. You know, he was frustrated after the game. You saw that with his tweet. So, at what point does he get an Oh, what did he tweet? I missed that. It was just something along the I don't know, just like a... Like an upset yeah, teenager just, kind of deal? Yeah, just like... I don't know. Just It wasn't let me play, but it was just like... just I guess just frustration. I forget what it was. Yeah, I think he deleted it, too. But the more and more you see those, like, I mean, if you lose the locker room, I, I think you probably lose to Vanderbilt. Yes. Because, I mean, Vanderbilt, yeah, they're bad. But they look better than you did against Kentucky. 100%. I mean, I, you can't argue with that. So, I don't know. Not sure. But, uh, I don't know. Just, I, I don't think Eric Gray is the type of back where you just run between the tackles 30 times. No, I mean, he's definitely not. You definitely need a back that can do that. Yeah. But you don't have it. 
Any other questions? Or you have some, but you're just not playing them? I don't know. That's all That's all the questions I had. Right, right. I, I don't have... I haven't seen any more in here. Let me... Nope, no more questions. At least that I've gotten so far. Dude, who kicks a field goal down? 29 points. Ruining people's money. This is the fun. Saints this is, intercepted it. Y'all get to hear our betting live. Congratulations. The Saints intercepted it in the end zone. Oh my god. Yeah, you didn't see this? Yep. <laughs> no way. Dude, they were killing them earlier. I love football. I hate it, but I love it. Like if that was a if one of those two teams I was cheering for, like it would definitely be the Bills who'd be the team I was cheering for. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't. I like Kyler Murray, and I like Larry Fitz well, and DeAndre Hopkins. I, I'm just saying, like, I love football, like, because of that. Because I'm, I'm, I don't care which team wins. Yeah, but if I did care, I would definitely be on the losing end of something like that. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> You're right. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Are you ready for segments? Okay, let me ask you a question. Let's go back to football because that's, you know, it's here. Do you think Tennessee, you think we beat Vanderbilt? Probably. Yeah. Do you think we won another game? If you had to, if if you're like. Everything I know today, no, I don't think Tennessee. I don't know if Tennessee wins another game, period. But, yeah, I think Vanderbilt's your best chance and you could. Yep. That game in my mind right now is possible. I don't know if another game is possible. Dude, I think if you lose to Vanderbilt, I think Philip Fulmer has to. I don't know if you can fire Jeremy Pruitt, but you got to at least look into it because that's it's it should be an option on the table. Yeah, as crazy, and that's the thing, you're not going to save money by keeping these coaches around now because they ain't taking pay cuts. Right. Have you got the worst team in the SEC with a true freshman quarterback outplays you? Right. Out coaches you. I would like to make that point to, to be fair to the coaching staff and, and the fans judging them. Fans are asking Philip Fulmer to spend a buttload of money, which is a lot of money, to fire the staff, to spend a lot of cash, while getting mad that those coaches want Philip Fulmer to spend cash. It is kind of a, you know, you're running circles around each other at this point. So mm-hmm. if we're being fair to that point, I am still in the camp of take the F and pay cut, but. Whatever. I just wanted to at least be fair about that point. It, it's hard to... Yeah. You get it. The Saints win. Hopefully it's over. <laughs> Lance trying to cash in some bets. He's wanting to go to Carlitos tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I miss that place. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in a long time. Good. Like, when, when was, <laughs> Feb- was February the last time we were there? I don't remember and I never want to. It was the night you lost your jacket. I did lose. If anybody wants to buy me a black Patagonia jacket, <laughs> I lost it at freaking Carlitos. And I called and they were like, the guy was like, uh, I've not seen one. I can hear him zipping it up, walking out with a nice Patagonia jacket. Freaking bum. They pump their heat up in there to get nice jackets. That's what they do. <laughs> I know exactly what they do. In there. Uh, that's probably true. That's, that's actually smart on them. Genius. They got you. They got me. Like Tennessee gets me every freaking weekend. I'm a sucker. They hey, we're going to have a great time next week. 
We are. Win or lose, we're having a great time. Yep. We won't be mm-hmm. in Auburn, but we'll be in a different city than Knoxville. Yep. So, that's good. Let's get into high school football. Yeah, talk some high school football. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't see this on the outline, so I didn't prepare. Oh, for highlights? It's fine. So, at all. So, I don't. all I know is the scores I remember seeing on Friday. Oh, I have the scores. Perfect. I have the scores. I got you. Okay. I got you. So, uh, you start, let's start with uh, Alcoa. 56 nothing over Kingston. Golly. Shocker. Just um, put them in the final, yeah. so they don't risk getting COVID from another team. Just put them in and be done with it. Uh, so uh, Maryville beats Bradley Central thirty-five to seven. That was a little shocking. I thought maybe Bradley would come out. They, I think they only lost by like seven, ten the first time around. I, I think maybe, it was twenty-one to nothing. Was it? For yeah. some reason, I thought they. It, it was loads for like the majority okay. of the game. Um, okay, well then that score makes sense. Then you had Coalfield and Greenback. Coalfield uh, won that one twenty-six twenty-one. GP. Over rival Pigeon Forge, 14-7. F it, we don't need it. Yep. Just <laughs> kidding it. South Duel over David Crockett, 27-20. to 20. Go Kings, baby. I got to watch that. And um, Prince Collie's a good player. I'll say that. I'll just, I'll just say that. I'll just <laughs> I was say like, where's this going? <laughs> um, I, th- I think he's a good... I, but people are going to be like... You know why didn't Tennessee offer him? You know why. I kind you understand of see why, why yeah. they didn't offer. That's fair. Um, but I mean, if he goes at Notre Dame, shows out, you know, good for him. Uh, I, I think he's a, a great high school player, um, and I hope it translates to college. Um, Greenville over Anderson County with the upset. The upset, man. But hey, we know how to win. You know how to win. Point blank. Period. Nothing can beat. The knowledge of when, knowing what it takes to win and how it feels to win. They've been there before. Nothing can beat it. Been there before. Winners um, win, and that's it. It's that simple. Yeah, Elizabethan over East Hamilton, thirty-five to seven. Knox Central beat Knox Halls, twenty-eight fourteen. Um, West over Walker Valley, thirty-two to three. I didn't think that upset could happen, but I was rooting for it a little bit. Yep. Nothing against West. Walker Valley was it their first? Did we ever find out first playoff victory home vi- victory ever last week? I think so. Yeah, over Powell, first one ever. You got to root for that team after that. You have oh to. yeah, hundred percent. Um, and then you had uh our boys Kings Academy got put out. Why did you tell me that? Nashville Christian thirty five. Kings fourteen. No, come on, Lions. Dang, I really thought we had a state championship. I know, I'd have bet on Up on freaking Boyd's <laughs> Creek, baby. I had the money line. God, dang it. Um, Big Kings Academy guy. Oak Ridge, Ray County. Oak Ridge won that one 23 to nothing. That's a, it's going to be a big game, West versus Oak Ridge. Dude, Oak Ridge, I'm not saying they up, upset West, beat West, but they've definitely figured out whatever their woes were on early on in the season. So, I mean, I don't think they're out of the game. <laughs> they're no. playing them in the quarterfinals. Definitely not. So, yeah, that's all I got. Some big matchups next week, dude. I don't know 100 percent what's going on, McMahon and Donald what Bennett, happens. But apparently, it's up in the air where they could play Friday and move the the winner plays Maryville on Saturday. No, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If what I've the rumors I've heard are true, and I have no way that's what I'm not gonna say what they are. Every adult involved should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. TWSLA, 
the what I know they should Blay should be ashamed of themselves the way they've handled this. Even when it got canceled on Friday, it's a playoff game. You can't move it. We've got to determine a winner. If the forfeit goes to Maryville because both teams neither deserve it because of whatever happened on either side, then that's how it should be. Period. You're you're making terror. You're making worse and worse decisions every single day. The adults in the situation are. Yeah, the kids I- can make terrible decisions. They're kids. The adults shouldn't be making terrible decisions out here. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, from what I heard, this is just hearsay. Apparently, there was a positive test, or what they thought was a positive test, on somebody on McMinn's County team. Well, Dobbins Bennett heard about it. The health department shut it down. So, so what I do know is the state health department called the Sullivan County Health Department, and that's who shut it down. Okay. That's yes. what I do know. Uh, past that, everything I know is hearsay, so I'm, I'm just not like I'm right. I'm not gonna share it just for that because I don't know. The facts that I do know is that t- the Tennessee Health Department called Sullivan. They alerted Sullivan, but they didn't alert him till 6 p.m. So I go back to the you should be ashamed of yourselves because especially if what I'm hearing and it's a part of that that you don't know if it is 100 percent accurate or not, right? So, it, clearly there's a lot of muddied water going on, and that's my biggest issue with it is COVID is obviously something that, you know, when when a situation arises that needs to be taken serious, you need to take it serious, just like anything that needs to be taken serious. Um, but when you can clearly point to things, and like I said, I mean, that, that's rumors. When you can clearly point to things and go, there's a lot of unsuredness there, um, let's be smart about, not that you're not ruining lives, but you're you're hurting people and that you're affecting people can't have that no especially i mean it should all it should be about the kids and that's it and it doesn't seem like it was necessarily all about the kids right so, it's unfortunate it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a sucky situation and it's going to be even suckier if you give the team the chance to play friday and then they have to turn around and play a game on saturday because if you win good but you you're banged up and the next day you got to play a team that's not right so like i said TWS play needs to make a sound decision here Whatever happens, happens. It was out of their control on Friday night. That's understandable. Don't make it a crappy situation now on your part. Correct. Don't make a crappy decision. Fails. Or, no, I guess most important. Let's start with most important. What was that final? Oh, my God. The fucking Bengals. (laughs) They kicked a field goal with five minutes left down 29 and then didn't try to score? Go to hell, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Who's there? Is it Taylor now? Zach Taylor? Is that his name? Am I about to bash somebody else? Who's their head coach now? Yeah, something like that. Five, that's stupid. I get... Yeah, Zach Taylor. You're right. I get kicking a field goal there if you're going to try and score. But if you're not going to try... Boo! I hate everybody right now. <laughs> I wouldn't even want me big money. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. Okay. Most you want? Did you say failed? Do you want to start with fail this week? Did I hear that right? No. Most important. Most Sorry. important. No, you're good. I I probably heard that incorrectly. My first one's grit knocks. If you're not following him, following him. We're throwing down part. We're throwing down bets on mid afternoon, midweek Nigerian soccer games or not Nigerian African soccer games. I did throw a bet on Nigeria down. No, it was Nigeria and Sierra Leone. It's Nigerian. Perfect. I threw a bet down on like Central Republic of Africa or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I was like, I'll ride the, ride the hot hand. If I've learned anything playing basketball on young campus, it's that shooters shoot when they're hot. So I shot again. 
Um, but he won $1,000 on a $1 bet. I got in it late because, like I said, I saw his tweet. I won $200 on a $1 bet. Vegas, baby. Love it. <laughs> I think we – there is a hotline <laughs> just in case you get too into it. Yeah, I, I get a notification every day at least, <laughs> at least once. There is a hotline. Um, don't be afraid to call it. If you are betting on teams that you don't even know exist, might want to just <laughs> – Take a holler. <laughs> I knew they existed in my head. There were like some second league Brazilian soccer games. I was like, I don't know these teams, but that line looks fantastic. Yeah, Caleb's he's teetering. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. My first one is uh, Alex Smith for the first time in 728 days, starting his first NFL game. Wow, good for him. I didn't yeah. realize he. I thought he, because I knew he came back recently. I didn't realize. Yeah, 17 surgeries come all the way back, 728 days. Start your first game. Good for him. And took it all the way to the end with the Lions. Lions kicked a, I think, a 50 yard field goal. Yeah. It. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, my next one is DirecTV. Uh, their description in the college football slot for Arkansas, or Arkansas, excuse me, Nebraska. And Penn State was free-falling Big Ten programs collide as the Cornhuskers 0-2 host the Nittany Lions 0-3. Free-falling. Boom. It's a great term that you can describe a lot of teams. Tennessee, specifically. <laughs> My next one is uh, Chris Nickich. Um, became the first person with Down Syndrome to complete an Ironman. Dude, that was awesome. So, for those of you who don't know what an Ironman is, it's a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride and 26.2-mile run, so a marathon. And if you're like me and got tired hearing that, then you understand how impressive it is. <laughs> it's awesome. It's very cool. It's a, it. First off, that people that do Ironmans, period, are amazing. Um, then you add in people who have been affected by lives or affected in life the way most people could never imagine by things that they have no Control say over. over the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, even more impressive. Yep. So. I agreed. Awesome. I could end with that, but we're going to go on. <laughs> uh, my next one is the bear in Gatlinburg. Did you see it? No. Oh. You didn't see the bear that broke into the Jeep? Oh, I wish I had more pictures of the Jeep oh, for you. Oh, that was you, right? Well, did you see him? Like, It looks like he's like getting in it. It looks like he's like, come on, guys. Like, We're going to be late for dinner. <laughs> but, dude, he tore that Jeep apart. They, oh, I saw I saw on Facebook because it was like WVLT posted it. And they said the insurance is trying to decide if they have to total out the car. Dude, there was like no steering column left. <laughs> he tore it apart. Was it was nuts. In it? Like, why? I think he, so I think this is pretty common for bears. They'll get into cars because, like, yeah, there's probably food or, like, they just smell something. They can't get out. And then they can't get out, so they just destroy it. Like the tiger in uh, The Hangover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, they just destroy the entire inside trying to get out. There's a jungle cat in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but I love that picture of that bear just because it looks like it's, like, it looks like it's standing up on the like uh, those running bars. What are those mm-hmm. called? It looks like it's standing up on those, like peeking out the driver's window. Like, if you don't get in the car right now, I swear to God, <laughs> hurry up, Sally. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. You have any more most importance? Um, I think that's all the most important. I got a quite so a bit of fails. I'll, I'll segue that then from most important to fail because I don't know which one it is. Did you see Mike Gundy losing his mind at the Kansas State game? Because the band was playing during the during their like uh, cadence and stuff, and during the play. Oh no, dude! He like seven plays in a row. The band. I'm mute. The band. 
Like yelling at the ref. <laughs> hey, go easy on the band. B-A-N-D. Yeah, you should have spelled it out. They would be like, oh, band. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you were saying. You're saying <laughs> I couldn't hear you over the sound of the band. I, I was very confused. <laughs> we thought you said stick it to the man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, my next one is uh, new Chicago White Sox manager, Tony La Russa. Did you see this? So he gets he gets a DUI. He gets pulled over. Yes. Pulls out his ring. And is just like, um, what did he say? He said something. Mm. He basically just says, hey, I'm a Hall of Famer. Do you know right. who I am? I'm a Hall of Famer. Right. And I respect the, the pool. I, yeah, I you got to try. I respect that he also either wears his ring all the time or keeps it on him all the time for situations for like this. Also, that was in Jupiter, Florida. When are people going to learn to stay away from Jupiter? Was that Florida? in Jupiter or was that in Arizona when he got the DUI? I think it was in Arizona at a training camp. No, it was Jupiter. It was Jupiter? Florida. Yeah. Okay. Was that his most. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was. He got one in Arizona. He probably did. But. I think. I See, okay. But. Yeah, everyone gets in trouble in Jupiter. That's exactly. Stop, stop going to Jupiter, Florida. That's the point. Uh, I did have one more most important. I don't think I have any more fails, so I'll let you finish your fails, and then I'll go back to this one. Because this one's big time. We're going to take some time to kind of let it sink in. Mm. Um, yeah, so you got any more fails? You said you have a bunch. Yeah, I got, I got Okay, yeah, run through them. Okay, so this could be most important and a fail, but the fail is the best part. <laughs> um, so Paul George got engaged. Good yeah. for him. Good for him. Yeah. His hashtag was, she got a ring first. Damn. At least self-awareness is big. Self-awareness yeah. is big. I, I love the... You got to poke fun at it. Exactly. So, yeah, that's... Good for him. But, man, what a hashtag. <laughs> and then... um, So, this dude... So, Illinois is going against Rutgers. They punt. Have you seen this play? I don't think I have. It's check. a freaking huge punt. Just dong punch. Dong punch of a punt? A big dong punch. So, like, every, no one really rushes him. And he just waits and waits and waits to kick it. It was fourth and five. You could see the first down. There was no one around him. He could have just, like, ran The punter could have just. Yeah. And he just, he kicks but it. He does, like, it's a good punt, but, like. You don't care because. Some dude tweeted, dude, the first down was right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um, And I have one more. Um, So, uh, Fayetteville. Uh, two high school teams in Arkansas. I think this is two high school teams. Anyway, um, so they are up 35-34. Fourth quarter, fourth down, nine seconds left. They take a knee Oh, with two seconds left. They kick a field goal and lose. <laughs> it's like on the like 10-yard line. Yeah, so they just... I think I saw that play. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. Know it, man. No, the down. only time I've ever seen that is in Powerball football. I saw a team take a knee on fourth down, <laughs> and they overturned the ball and lost. Wasn't as brutal, you know, but it yeah. hurts. Yeah. Dang. Love it. That's all I got. You got one, you got one more. Also, Kenny Chandler signed with Tennessee. I forgot to mention that signed yesterday. Um, number one point guard in the country, five star. Boom. Suck it. We want all the stars. <laughs> Give us all the stars. Yeah, love it. Last most important. The Coastal Carolina Shant 
Shots. Shots. The shots don't stop. Dustin Johnson won the Masters today. Good for him. Big Dustin Johnson guy. Happy for him. Good to see him get that Isn't Masters Isn't he like win. a really good guy, too? He's had, yeah. He, and he's had some trouble in his past. So, like, it's good to kind of um, see him overcome that. Yeah. And then, like, this one, I mean, he got real emotional uh, during his, I guess, interview for, like, after right after winning the Masters. So, it was, it was pretty cool. And he's definitely, uh, he is, he's a grinder. So, it's been cool to see him get here. And he's kind of dominated from the get-go. Not He didn't lead the whole way, but um, dominated pretty well and then did lead pretty much the last day and a half. So, Gotcha. Yeah, pretty cool. Good for Justin Johnson. Happy for him. Didn't put money on him, so a little pissed about that, but... Was he a, was he a favorite? So, in golf, like, you can get crazy odds on anyone on, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, by Friday night, he was, like, Plus two hundred, which is really good for a golfer. So, like, I got Tiger Woods at plus. But he's one of the top golfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like okay. people. No one's shocked that he won. Okay, but in terms of betting, no one's like a heavy. No, you would. You're gonna at least get. You're gonna get at least double your money typically for a winner. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty uh, pretty good weekend for the Masters. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, wished there were fans there. Would be more fun to watch. I think. Like any. I think sporting event, but we talked about it when people were like, would you rather have football with no fans or no football at all? Like, I mean, no one wants no fans. I'd rather watch football. Yep. Would rather watch golf without fans. Would rather watch baseball without fans than, than nothing else. So Correct. Guys, thank you all for listening. We'll be back Wednesday night previewing the Auburn game. Tennessee opens as 10-point underdogs, unless it's moved since this afternoon. Uh, they open that way. We'll, we'll hope uh, maybe some, some Tennessee that gets that extra bye week, some things got fixed. We'll see. We're cheering for it. Yeah, and then Jeremy Pruitt will meet with the media tomorrow around noon, so we'll have all those updates, so stay tuned for our Twitter for that. Um, Thanks for listening again. We're bringing the boat in. Take your pay cut, and we out.